Land Conquest. Reading an offer contract. Now this is where it starts to get fun. This is when someone actually wants to buy your property. So you'll get a offer contract sent over to you from your agent, if you're working with one, as we do suggest. And then um, you'll have to know how to read that offer contract. And, and it may be actually daunting at first. So contracts really vary considerably from state to state. And most offer contracts are actually 10 plus pages long, contain thousands of words, and attempt to account for every possible scenario. But the one thing is that these are fill-in-the-blank templates and they do not rewrite this contract every time that they submit an offer. This offer contract will be emailed to you by your broker agent when they receive an offer. Or maybe if you're working with certain agents, they'll actually want to fax it to you. Hopefully you're not working with one of those agents though. Ask your broker agent to email you a summary of the offer. Here are some of the important details that you want to um, take note of in the offer. First of all, the sale price, obviously very important. The deposit amount, closing time frame, cash or loan, closing office, buyer or seller expenses, seller concessions, and seller responsibilities. Now going through these items in a little bit more detail, sale price is obviously the price that they are offering to buy your property for. The deposit amount is a deposit that's generally part of all contracts. In most cases, it's called an earnest money deposit. And that's the deposit, kind of like a good faith deposit that they put down to show that they are serious about purchasing a property. And uh, the deposit is generally held by the closing company that you are dealing with. The closing time frame that just means how quickly will they close? Could be 30 days, could be 45 days, could be 60 days, could even be longer in certain situations. Obviously, I like the closing time frame to be as short as possible. Cash or loan. This will also be known in there as well. Uh, that just means that are they paying for this property cash or are they getting a loan for the property? Obviously, I prefer when buyers are cash, but uh, in many situations, buyers do get loans for their or purchase as well, and that's, that's, uh, that's fine. It just adds an extra layer of complexity, which is why they put that in the contract. Also, the closing office, this is generally specified in the offer contract as well. They'll be specifying who is actually going to be helping them to close this purchase. Buyer and seller expenses are also detailed in there. Could be certain things that the buyer is responsible for and certain things that the seller is responsible for paying for is part of this transaction. Also part of these contracts, there's an area for seller concessions. This is basically where the buyer is asking for the seller to take care of or pay for certain things. Also seller responsibilities. Um, maybe as a requirement of part of the deal, the buyer would like the seller to remove something from the property. That could be a seller responsibility. Read through the offer quickly to confirm that it matches with the summary that your agent sent you. Basically, your agent will be detailing or kind of outlining the terms of the deal, and you'll just want to read through the contract quickly on your own just to kind of confirm that it actually matches up with what they're saying. Not that they're intentionally trying to pull one over on you, but sometimes uh, agents are people too, and they may miss some details. So it's good to have an extra set of eyes on and read the important details of the deal just so you can be familiar with that as well. Because ultimately, you're going to be the one um, signing it or counter offering that contract. So it's good to have an actual understanding of it.
Since the offers are fill in the blank, pay special attention to any added text, added numbers, and checked boxes. Typically, it's very evident when you look at the contract. You could see those things that are filled in, boxes checked, things like that. So it'll, it'll stand out. There will be a lot of boilerplate language in these documents that contain terms standard for that area. You don't really have to worry about that as much because it's the same for every single contract that goes out for that state. And then also ask the agent or broker for an explanation if you have any questions about any terms of the deal. The time to ask questions is actually before you sign, not actually after you sign because that could cause some problems. Only sign an offer when you understand the terms of the deal. Keep in mind that it is legally binding as soon as all parties sign the contract and any changes. You cannot get out of the agreement as a seller unless the buyer does not perform. As you gain experience, offer contracts will be easier to understand. You'll start paying attention to the areas in the contract which contain the essential details. Even contracts in new states will seem manageable because they all have similarities to other state contracts that you'll be aware of. Beware, I really want to caution you on this. Never get so comfortable with the contracts that you skim past the key details. I know everyone gets busy, and I know it's easy that you think you know everything in the contract, but really read through these things, at least those key areas that we mentioned. Make sure you understand the contract, because sometimes agents, buyer agents will slip in certain things in the contract, and you don't want to miss any of those things. Um, it's easy to kind of miss, like... Uh, a term that says seller will pay 3% towards buyer closing costs. It could be just one line in the contract. And if you miss that and you agree to the, the deal, then, you know, obviously you're going to be paying that 3% towards buyer closing costs, which really cuts into your profits.